0: Greetings, travelers! Greetings, travelers! It's your friends Erica and Mark and Bo. And Bo, yes, and it is the Nocturnal New Year. Nocturnal <laughs> New Year. I
1: think this might be the last episode for that, so I had to get that uh, all out. I had to get
0: it out of your system. That yeah. I, I no more, no more musicals, please.
1: <laughs> I will
0: never stop. You cannot stop the music. All right. We had some sad news though. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, I hate starting on a down note, but uh, a good friend of the podcast and a good personal friend of mine, Scotty Burns, she passed away and uh, traveled across the Rainbow Bridge, as they say. And she was one of the team members of War Party Paranormal, who is a, a group that I've worked with a lot in the past. She's taken me to a few haunted locations with their ghost hunting team. I'm very familiar with their work and I'm very familiar with her and she's been fighting for a while, but now she's out of pain and moved on. So my heart goes out to her, her family, and from all of us here at Erie Travels, when one of our travelers moves on, we wish the best. And to all of those at War Party Paranormal, you know, know that you're loved. We we love you guys and uh, can't wait to work with you again.
1: Love and support, and Scotty, we will technically see you on the other side at some yeah.
0: we we're, 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 Yeah, we know you're waiting. So. Yes,
1: but they did some investigations in the state that has some really fun news here, huh? Oh, yeah,
0: that was one of the reasons it was kind of, you know, uh, the timing was a little off because they run the east coast of Florida pretty much for UFOs and Bigfoot and other things. Our good friend Stacy... Brown's worked with them, uh, a few others. And of course, we can't go without talking about the breaking news. I love that tune. (laughs) It's just one of my favorite things ever. Uh, But anyway, breaking news. Yes, we know we've gotten a hundred emails from you all. Thank you. Thank you for every one of them. The aliens that attacked the Miami mall. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Yes. I've heard everything from Project Bluebeam that this is a smokescreen conspiracy. I've heard that the reason no videos have come out is that the men in black have locked it all down. People saw guys in suits. Uh, The huge police presence. The the no-fly zone is definitely something hinky that happened. They don't generally put no-fly zones over gang fights or what they say are gang fights.
1: Yeah, I think the reports that have come out have basically said it was a shooting and that there was fighting and it was a lot of adolescence. But I will say, and X, we love you. Um, I will say that part of what I think is weird that I w- wish they would explain, right? Mm. The police presence was out of control and not, oh, they did a great response. Like, I feel like every cop car in Miami ended up at this location. Yeah. It's New Year's Eve.
0: So that cannot possibly be a good thing, right? Oh, and, you know, I had fireworks or gunfire in a mall, they had had a recent shooting there not too long ago. And I think six cars showed, and this was 50 plus.
1: Oh, it was close to 100, because I was counting yeah. them yesterday on a video, right? Yeah. Then the fact that they shut down the... Thing except for a police air chopper was the only yeah. thing that was moving
0: it was the only thing allowed to fly in the area not even military
1: exactly that they shut off the police scanners
0: yeah that was interesting and no body cams no nothing has come out from any of and this
1: and that is the thing that bothers me the most is we are in an age where everybody shares everything when you see something every angle every camera yeah. even when the UFO thing or proposed 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 yeah whatever reported i got the word it's fine travelers it was, i know it was how to good I,
0: I was waiting for that so. yeah
1: it it my drunk gnome in my head took some time with the post-it to find where he
0: was I running it. up the stairs he had it he had yeah it, had it. But, and then
1: he uh, fell and then anyway yeah um, it
0: was you know blood it's okay
1: even that everybody was releasing door cam the body cam all that stuff even though it was the edited body cam
0: yeah
1: and what i think was also interesting is they had officers start going on the news and going, hey, everyone, this isn't aliens. Just so you know, it's not aliens. But at the same time, they not wouldn't say what it was. Yeah. a cover story. And the stories that are coming out from witnesses are really, really interesting because there are drawings and stuff like that from people who said that the... they saw something.
0: And, and a couple of those they... have been proven fake already. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the TikTok guys. And 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 listen, gang, we love TikTok. We love our TikTok viewers and all that. If you're getting your news from TikTok, that's like getting your news from The Daily Show. Remember that it's written and it's for entertainment purposes only. Yes, you might get some pieces, some juicy nuggets, but you're filtered through so many filters there. So if the TikTok guy says, oh, we were, you know, I think there was the big one with the no cap. No cap, we were running. That guy already came out saying I I made that up now. And then, of course, now people are saying like Ed Walters and Gulf Breeze, the government got to that guy. So he's changing his tune. Yeah, it's conspiracy upon conspiracy. It's one of those we won't have a definitive say on this for some time. I think this is going to be the next Battle of Los Angeles, which we just did an episode on that this is one of those pieces are going to not fit. There's going to be some stories that don't fit. Something did go on. Happened to be the day of the Epstein release of all the documents. So might have been a distraction. It's a lot of weird things. We're just going to say we don't know. It's going to go into our realm of lock away in the file until we get a definitive. So, yeah
1: and we get more information because the thing is is it doesn't help hello if you're listening to us government agencies it does not help if you do not fill the vacuum of missing information yeah so get a really good pr specialist to put a really good spin on what the hell happened because seriously it could yeah. have been completely something it could have been Uh, a military thing there's a number of things but hello i really wish it could have
0: been some kids with sticks having a fight and fireworks went off it could simply be that they did make four arrests most are juvenile so that may be why they're not saying much but still it's very odd and that's all we'll say is yes it's odd and we're waiting to find out more
1: exactly exactly okay but to our listener tales so listeners ask us about this We are not going to comment beyond that.
0: If you have a listener tale about this and you were there, we'd love to hear it.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And we can keep you anonymous. But right now, we're reserving it into the bank of crap that was really, really weird. And we don't have an explanation for it yet.
0: Just yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find Um, somebody.
1: And um, Mark, I believe you should start us off today.
0: Yeah, thank you listeners for sending us all your stuff as always and that we're going to jump right into it now that the news is over. So, here we go. This is a listener tale from Diana. So, Hello Diana. Hello Diana it says, "Hey Mark. Well, hey. Oh, hey. What the heck? don't uh-huh. you about me. <laughs> I love the show. Hopefully you remember me. We dated briefly in the 90s when we worked for Disney and Universal." <laughs> Oh. I knew I was reading this for a reason. Okay.
1: I just have to say I i you have popped the cherry of our exes writing in and yeah. laughing, but we knew it was coming.
0: More. We knew yeah. it was coming. Okay. Both said that when we started this, that this was coming. So
1: Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Okay,
0: so we dated briefly in the nineties when we worked for Disney Universal. Otherwise, you should probably keep me anonymous. Well, <laughs> if you read this on the show. Well, um, too late. Hi Diana.
1: do you remember her?
0: Oh yes, I know exactly who this is now. so okay
1: okay, continue on. We won't get yeah. down that highway, but just we're listening. not
0: gonna go into that. We're not gonna go into that on the air unless listeners want me to. That will need 1 thousand likes on this episode on Spotify and 10,000 likes on this episode on iTunes. Thank you. okay, so I wanted to tell you that I am now a nurse near Savannah. My husband was a police officer and an avid Bigfoot believer, having witnessed one on the job. He passed last year. Oh, sorry for your loss. Oh. Uh, you would have loved his stories. Yeah, I'm sure I would have. Anyway, I wanted to tell you about an odd thing that happened last month. My girlfriends and I were at a bar in Savannah. We were celebrating another friend's recent divorce being final. As we drank, we all told stories about exes that had gotten away. I told the group I used to date a guy who is now on UFO documentaries and wrote books. wonder who that was. Uh, Another lady at the bar who had kind of joined us said she used to date a guy who was a ghost hunter who wrote books. And we had both dated you years ago. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Double whammy.
0: (laughs) Oh, all right. Continuing on. After laughing a ton, we exchanged info so we could keep in touch. She didn't know about your podcast. Well, you know, that's that's on her. How so, to find listeners, Mark. Yep. yep. <laughs> now now to the weird part. I was like, that's pretty weird already. So
1: Oh, I was gonna say I don't know how it can get weirder than that. We
0: get up and both of us realize we are way drunker than we should be. So we agree to call an Uber. A guy at the bar comes over and talks to my new friend and calls her by name. She swears she doesn't know him. He starts saying things about her, her family, her birthplace, and really intimate info. She starts getting scared. I go all mama bear on him and tell him to back off. She ain't riding home with a stalker. Then he says my name and starts rattling off my personal info. I am freaking the fuck out at this point and about to call the police when our Uber pings that it is here. We raced out of there. As we left, we joked that he must have been a man in black since neither of us could really describe him. He was like an older guy, maybe Asian descent. He was wearing a black suit and an odd hat. We both only remember the odd hat in detail. Wait a minute, Bo? Bo? Right? This is crazy. Oh my God, it's our guy. It's our guy. (laughs) Holy... What? All right. As the Uber is driving us, a car starts honking, and we see it's the guy. He's yelling at us, and the Uber guy asks us if we wants us to call the cops when he realizes this is the freak we've been talking about. The hat man pointed to the back of the car. The light changed, and he didn't go anywhere as our driver sped off. The hat guy just got out of his car and sat on its hood. It was all so weird. Just before Katrina's apartment, the Uber driver notices he's got a light on his rear tire by me. He stopped. He had a huge cut in his tire. We eventually get to her place, and I waited for my ex-brother-in-law to come drive me home. While waiting, Katrina said, this was the kind of adventure you used to have with her and her friends all the time. Finally, I got home and didn't sleep till daylight. I listened to an episode where you got a letter from a man in black that morning. (laughs) I think they're real because I can't explain how that guy knew all about us and was so weird. I stared at him right in the face but couldn't describe him if I tried. I also barely remember his car. I also wonder if there was something in our drinks as we were way too drunk, way too fast. I hope you're well. Funny to have a friend that also knows you. Look us up next time you're near Savannah. We can go back to where we filmed Swamp Thing on Oakland Island. Stay sexy and don't get abducted by MIBs.
1: (laughs) Wow, Mark. Wow. I don't even know where to begin to unpack that story. Holy crap. Diana, thank you for um writing in Diana, and but thank embarrassing you. Mark. So that's Katrina.
0: Cool. And yeah, Swamp Thing was a lot of fun. Uh we, we that was return of Swamp Thing for those of you play, paying attention at home, which I was an intern on, directed by the great Jim Wynorski. So, Mark,
1: um, as you're talking about the movie and not yeah. the contents I'm of that we're trying ridiculous.
0: to process this. This is a uh, this is gonna take some unpacking. So uh wow
1: do we believe in men in black is that where we're at i
0: think they exist i don't know if they are a secret government agency as we've discussed i don't know if they are friends of Indrid cold i don't know if they are people traveling and from somewhere that may not be terrestrial i don't know this is but this but guy is
1: weird. It is very weird. If somebody approaches you and knows stuff and you, it's one thing for people, cause me and Mark have met a lot of people in our lives. And there are yeah. people that walk up to us that I can say with full honesty, love your faces. We don't really necessarily remember who you are. That's right. not a reflection on you. It, it just means whatever that time was, oh. other stuff could have been going on and stuff. And it happens. But if you start rattling off intimate information i will usually my drunk gnome will go find that memory that it's obviously lost in its horrible filing system bring it up and i'll go oh blah yeah because i'll get there yeah but if you can't get there something is very weird
0: yeah this sounds like and then somebody that knows both of you because honestly i think i recall both of you and we dated years apart so the fact that you both were in that bar and the fact that this guy knew both of you and knew special details about you, that's a little crazy.
1: Mark, you have got ghosts of girlfriends past.
0: No, and then the fact that you do feel felt more drunk than you should have been, that's a common tactic from other agencies, shall we say, when uh, you go visit other countries and somebody needs to crack you for information, they tend to slip you a mickey. That's what it's called. It's literally putting something in your drink so that you'll be more pliable, easier to talk to, easier to get information out of. Or, you know, may knock you out and then they can do other worse things to you. So I think getting the Uber and getting away was the smartest move. I'm glad you guys were both home safe and both are good. And I'm sorry your Uber had
1: his tires slashed.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I'm just glad you're all safe. That's all I can say. This is, again, just a weird thing, gang. I'm not saying... Paranormal or supernatural. I'm not saying conspiracy theory, but something we natural. don't understand.
1: preternatural natural. Yeah. Uh, natural. Something
0: it. we don't understand. Well, thank you, Diana, for a trip down memory lane. I will give you a email and we'll have to chat next time we're in Savannah.
1: Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Any more stories you want to share with the team? We'd love them. Okay, I'm going to move on though because one's going to come up from an ex of mine and I'm going to-
0: We're waiting, we're waiting. Hashtag
1: regirding it. Okay, (laughs) here we go. Next one. Hey, travelers. Well,
0: hello. Hello.
1: I wanted to share with you a weird series of sounds I've been experiencing in our new home in Murraysville, Pennsylvania. Okay, I already got chills. Okay, moving on. I'm fascinated by legends of Bigfoot and other cryptids, but generally only enjoy them as folklore and not as real life things. Understood. Okay. That said, living in a rural area with lots of woods and a mountain behind our house, things get spooky at night. For the past several months, sometimes I wake up around two to four in the morning. Ooh, the witching hours. Mm -hmm. To the sound of what seems to be large branches being knocked together. It's always rhythmic, one knock every 10 to 15 seconds, and will last anywhere from a minute to a half an hour. It does not coincide with the wind, and I've grown up with the sounds of bucks fighting, scraping, and being territorial. This is not any of that. There are no trees or branches coming into contact with our deck or sheds. It seems to be coming from the tree line about half an acre from our bedroom window. Hmm. Sometimes it happens a couple times a night, sometimes only once. Last night, it repeated throughout the night, and for the first time, it repeated again and again, becoming noticeably further away until I could barely hear it. I never even heard it move before. Mm. Interesting. My husband heard it last night for the first time. Usually, he's sound asleep. His verdict is, huh, weird. (laughs) Sounds like (laughs) a bad verdict. Anyway. (laughs) I would be freaking the F out. And uh, I, <laughs> uh, weird.
0: Erica would be like, well, we need to move. We need to move right we need now. To
1: burn the house down and move. No, just kidding. Okay. In all this time, I've been too spooked to even look out the window. Always think of that scene from Bogey Creek where the creature grabs the lady through the window. Yeah. Uh, Legend of wow. Bogey
0: Creek. Oh, yeah. classic movie.
1: Anyway, I'm a rational and scientifically minded person who, in the light of day, doesn't really believe in giant hairy humanoids that roam the forest in Western Pennsylvania. But at night, in the dark, from just outside my window next to my bed, yeah. Thanks for reading. I'd love to hear if you all know anyone else who has ideas or has experienced this in Westmoreland County area, Monica.
0: Well, hello. Oh. Monica.
1: Let's unpack this for a second. Yes. Yeah. That's what Bigfoot do, my friend. That's part of how they talk to each other and how they communicate. So look out the window. It doesn't sound like they're being aggressive, honestly, towards you. It just sounds like you maybe are in part of their territory and they're talking and hunting parties and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, Well, like you said, you're used to sounds of bucks fighting, scraping, and being territorial. This is similar. This is them making noises you don't know what it is we don't understand it that's why we study this that's why we're trying to get real experts into these areas to to listen and stuff if you would like us to get a team out there that if you wouldn't mind them camping out on your property for a little while and seeing if they can catch something on tape let me know
1: here's the thing it's really interesting there was an article about the skunk ape population in florida yeah came out Where it says it thinks it's thriving and doing really well so these things are unexplained but there's enough evidence that says that there's something what it is we don't know but there's something and it has been very documented that this is the way they communicate with each other so i think your suspension of disbelief but another thing you could always do is put a couple of cameras out back like ring cameras And just listen and see. And if you put one near the side that covers your windows and stuff like that, not looking in, but looking out. out, If something's there, you can tell so you don't open the window and you don't get grabbed. But otherwise, it sounds like you have a a healthy little friend group that is out back. Another thing you may want to do is look up what they say about leaving peanut butter and stuff like that for the, the, the old men of the wood. Because there are definitely some ways to see if those kind of creatures are out there, so
0: yeah, not the Ted Lasso way of leaving an open bottle of peanut butter because other things can get to it, but you basically open the paper top you know inside the seal and then put the lid back on and just put it somewhere out on your property because they can open them and it's fun seeing some of these imprints, these giant thumbprints in these things it's it's crazy that some of the stuff that people have seen, so. That's that's always a way of you know, opening lines of communication. If you're up for that, so yeah. But again, if, if you want us, we can get you a team out there, or you know, reach out on your own. Find somebody in your area. I'm sure there's, I I, I actually know there's a couple Facebook groups of Bigfoot hunters of Pennsylvania, Bigfoot finders of Pennsylvania, and stuff like that.
1: Thank you, Monica.
0: Thank you, thank Hi. you, thank you, Mark. All right, yeah, let's let's do one more before the break here, so. My boyfriend was out walking the dog the other night when they came across a faceless man in a hoodie peering at them from behind a tree.
1: Ah, ah. Whoa! No! No, 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 no!
0: Okay. <laughs> She's already out.
1: Oh, I'm leaving the room. No, As I the don't like sentence. that.
0: That's the first sentence.
1: I know. I'm glad I'm not reading this. I probably couldn't finish. Keep going, Mark.
0: This man was staring at them for nearly a minute. I like staring was in quotes. The tree has quite a bit of lighting from the street lamps on it at night. And my boyfriend can make out the paleness of the face, but no shadows or facial features that a human face should have. I was intensely creeped out by the description as are we, Uh, how my boyfriend said it moved and how my dog couldn't take her eyes off the figure. My boyfriend said it disturbed him and it takes a lot to creep him out. I looked it up and found out that this was not that uncommon of a sighting in Tennessee. I've been obsessively staring out at the tree from my bedroom window since it happened. Some people say these faceless things are skinwalkers. Has anybody encountered sightings like these? What do you think they are, April?
1: Move, April. That is my advice. <laughs> yeah. um, so we have to stop generalizing the term skinwalker.
0: Yes, thank because you. Because
1: that is, it's a Navajo thing from the West, correct? Is yes. skinwalkers. So yes. we have to stop. Now, with that said, there are other things that uh, appear to be in human form. Yeah and can sometimes look like somebody you care about, stuff like that. I, April, would love to know what you research so far on what you think these are in Tennessee. I think that would be really, really nice. Then we can look at it, but I think it's very interesting because we've talked about this a little bit before that animals tend to only react when there is a danger that's going to them or they're happy and excited to see something. But your dog's reaction tells me that this thing, whatever it was, was not there to play nice. We would love to hear more information. And if you want to tell us about it, this is another thing that we would love to send a team out to investigate. And also April... We're pretty close, depending on where you are in Tennessee. So if you kind of let us know, it may be yep. something that the Erie Travels team, yep. by that I mean Bo and Mark and not me, will go investigate because, <laughs> no, I can outrun both of them. So it's okay, I'll go. There, that's,
0: that's true. I'm curious because what we had uh, the wonderful John Stamey talk to us about tulpas and things like that, that we're creating by creating these things ourselves. That may be the proliferation of what, a lot of people are calling skinwalkers is because so many people want them to be around everywhere. They're becoming around everywhere. We could be feeding things like a fear or something like that. This is wild. I love your description, his description of this to you and in your translation of it to us is fantastic. So please keep us in the loop. If, if you see anything more April, We'd love to know about it, and I'm sure the tr- other travelers would love to hear more on this too.
1: Exactly, but, and I um, think I know you said one more, Mark, but I think I want to do one more to see if I can get a palette cleanser out of this deal before we go to break. You know these aren't
0: palate cleansers, but go right ahead. All okay,
1: right. okay, here we go. I need help. Oh my goodness, why did I say palette cleanser? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ooh. okay, Marty. Ooh. I'm already. I'm going to do it, but. Hmm yeah oh and this is anonymous oh this is gonna get worse okay
0: yeah
1: i need help i've had something dark attached to me since i was a little girl i don't love this okay i've seen it a lot it's tall dark shadow with a hat and sometimes it shows itself as a black cat or a small shadow in the size of a child but with no hair or ears oh no features at all it's just all black As I grew up, I saw less and less of it. But with each of my pregnancies, it comes back and watches me when I sleep. No, when I was younger, my sisters and I would play hide and seek in the dark moonlit room and it would actually crawl at us menacingly like the movies and it cornered us. We screamed until my mom came and it just vanished when she turned the light on. It happened twice one of these times we watched it more from a shape of a small person to a cat i have so many more stories oh okay i want yeah. you to share them but i don't want you to share them and i'm reading this through my eyes because i'm freaked out okay um i recently purchased an old house built in 1942 Ooh, okay the previous owner died in the house and i can feel her sometimes but she doesn't bother me she was a sweet old godly woman Now, I know for a fact there's something else in the house as well, as it is a dark spirit. It hides upstairs in my son's room. I don't know if this is the same one that's been following me or new, but it has been making itself known. The occurrences haven't become as bad as they used to be yet, but I want to stop it in its tracks before it does. What can I do to cleanse myself as well as my house? The last time this was happening, we had the house blast twice, but it would eventually come back after a few months who can we reach out to for help um oh you made a note yeah i made
0: a note on this one before i forwarded
1: it to a local team for her right i
0: i this seemed super urgent when we got this so i immediately forwarded her to a local team who are investigating their house right now
1: it sounds like a fear monger
0: it sounds well definitely a shadow man yeah shadow people type situation and this has followed them their whole life my first concern is they're talking about things are happening in the son's room and they're like well it's not as bad as it used to be how do you know what if your son's keeping stuff from you that's happening to them that was my first comment on this when i wrote back that you know make sure the team talks to the son because it could be worse than you're than you're knowing because how many times you said you'd scream to your mom came in lights came on mom didn't see nothing so mom didn't interact so how many maybe your son is doing the same thing.
1: Yeah. We've not... talked a lot about that. It, a lot of times children feel like people are just going to say it's their imagination. Plus a lot of times you could just be too scared to talk about it right now. I'm really freaked out for you. Anonymous, just so you know, yeah. my scare level 10 right now, not happy about this. So hopefully the team can help you, but there are a lot of things that we've talked about with like the spikes that you can get, um, which me and Bowen and stuff just recently acquired. So we're going to be doing that in our house. The the cinnamon out the door, the broom, the saging, the crystals. We've had a lot of people. So the other person, I know there's a team out there, but the other person is, of course, somebody like Serenity Jenny or the yeah. or you know, people like that.
0: Yeah, this is, uh, I'm not going to say the area because this person has to remain completely anonymous, but the team that's there is a really good team that I've worked with in the past a lot. And they've sent me some positive reports. Since this, so, and Good. over the last literally the last couple of weeks. So, this okay. is yeah, these are recent tales, gang.
1: With that, now I'm going to take a break because now I want a palate cleanser that's really a palate cleanser. So, we'll be back in a minute. Prepare to be devoured. The Wolves of Wharton is a six part complete book series by Erie Travel's producer, Bo Lake. It has been called dark and visceral, steamy, dramatic, and a fresh take on the werewolf mythos. If you like action, adventure, a large serving of body horror, and some steamy relations, the Wolves of Wharton series is for you. Pick it up wherever books are sold or at linktree.com slash bow underscore underscore lake.
0: The sweltering heat of the Florida sun breaks as a chill runs down your spine. A dark shadow looms from a nearby tourist trap. You didn't expect to find this kind of shade in Florida. If only there was some sort of travel guide to steer you through the spookier locales. You're in luck reader join author mark muncie and carrie schultz as they lead you through the darkest locations in the sunshine state in creepy florida available from history press and at fine bookstores everywhere wow
1: we're back now that i've taken a shower in the stage mark are you ready to continue
0: yeah i actually uh, hit the hard stuff on break so i'm really good right now (laughs) all right okay this one over to you all right so this is from kevin and it says here is an encounter i had it took place in the countryside outside of chillicothe illinois near peoria in october of 2006 i saw i guess what you would call a toddler bigfoot on my second of two encounters i wonder what the first encounter was I was wearing camouflage, sitting about 20 feet off the ground deer hunting, so he was up in a blind or something, when I heard something bipedal loudly walking through the woods. I believed it to be my cousin coming to hunt in the stand I was in. I turned my head and upper body towards the noise, and much to my surprise, I saw approximately seven and a half foot tall and a 500-pound hairy creature that froze in place looking at me. After a few seconds, it let out a large hoof noise at this point, a smaller one, around two foot, hard to estimate the weight, stepped out from behind a tree and climbed onto the back of the larger one. It was quick and nimble and reminded me of a baby chimp climbing over its mother, only much more human. And what seemed like minutes, but was probably only 40 seconds, the big one started to back away from me without ever taking its eyes off the little one, just clung there looking straight away. Once this thing was about 30 yards from me, it was like it just vanished into thin air the way it blended back into the woods. That's my second sighting, believe it or not.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like you encountered.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you encountered a mommy and a, and a baby or a daddy and a baby. Uh, don't want to misgender a uh, Bigfoot. Wow.
1: The thing that he's describing is exactly how an intelligent thing when it, it wouldn't take its eyes off of you. And it would blend back in. And it was probably like, oh, crap, I didn't see you up there. Let me get the kid and we're going to go.
0: Yeah, that natural camouflage effect. We were talking about that with some of our guests. You know, we had that with a few of the Bigfoot experts that have come on talk about that, where they just kind of blend in with the background and they they kind of phase out of existence. You know, it's not quite the predator effect, but they do blur out. That's why it's so tough to get photos of them and stuff.
1: No, Um, Makes sense. Thank you. But very Chillicothe, much.
0: Illinois, yeah, that's that's an area that we've had sightings. If you go to that, uh, we go to the Expedition Bigfoot. You look at the map. Illinois is a hot spot.
1: So yeah. just outside of the cities. Well, thank you, Kevin, and we would like your first story as well. So send yeah, please, list.
0: please send that. I, I'm curious.
1: Okay, here we go. Hiking yesterday, I was a little uneasy okay mm-hmm. why do i get these ones okay i came yesterday i was a little uneasy when i started because i am new to the area and not used to the large animals that live in the appalachia was at Bico falls trail and finally feeling more comfortable with a little over two miles in when i hear some heavy movements big sticks branches breaking leaves crunching it was coming towards me from the area that has a very steep incline and I could not see the ground. It was like a wall. My first thought was a bear, but I didn't think they usually move that fast unless they were chasing something. So I thought maybe hogs and decided to turn around since I had only a walking stick. Well, that makes sense. I would not like to encounter either one of those things with only a walking stick.
0: No, agreed, agreed.
1: I turned around to leave and the movement stopped. When I had gone about 20 yards or so, there was a distinct knocking that was very close to me. So close that I dared not look up to see what was making it. Okay, Mm -hmm. I've read to be calm and non threatening and exit the area promptly. It was really challenging to do that because the heavy movements had resumed and sounded like they were following me. There were some occasional knocks as well. After 1.5 miles of uphill ascent and praying, I crossed paths with a couple headed down the trail. We talked briefly. I continued my ascent and heard the knocks and movement for a short time after that. It was about a quarter from the road when I finally started to feel better because I could hear birds again. At home, I looked up, the jaw snapping and a hog sounds like I definitely heard wood knocking. Sarah. Well, hello, Sarah.
0: Hello, Sarah. And yeah, wood knocks, we've discussed those. I think my favorite was uh, when we had Robert Robinson on, and he talked about doing the wood knocks, and he was hearing responses, and then then the other guy called him and told him that you he
1: understand? was having
0: wood knocks and having, you know, responses, <laughs> and I realized it was two Bigfoot hunters happened to be in the same woods, but that is one of the things that we associate with them, is a knocking sound. It does sound almost like something cracking its jaw, uh, or a big tree, you know, well-
1: it also sounds like they were doing what we've talked about before and going, hey, we don't want you here and hurting yeah. you out.
0: Hurting, this is hurting yeah. you away from the nest or getting you away from whatever. You know. Yeah,
1: because I was going to say these things, um, the size that they're purported to be, look, I use the word again. If they wanted to cause you damage, they could cause you damage. So yeah. I. it sounds to me like if that's what this was, which indicators, it was just like, we need you to go. And it was ushering you because it gave you that feeling. And what you said at the very end was very interesting. And Mark, we've talked about this. i heard the birds again. Yes.
0: You're out of their area then.
1: Silence. Silence is always an indicator, travelers, that, no, no. Back the hell away from wherever you are. Because silence tends to mean something very predatory is in the area. Whatever it is, is in the area. Like when you go
0: outside you know your house you'll hear the birds singing and all that and you could startle them and they'll make noise you know, the ones that are in your yard or whatever but if they go silent something is wrong birds like to talk they they like making noise they they like to sing and when they don't that's that's something
1: that means they think they're in danger and by yeah. the way for the most part not that we don't kill birds but We are not an ongoing threat to birds in a way that they go, oh, a human, let me be quiet. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. Ooh, thank you for sharing that. That was great, sir. Yeah. I I talked about this before, but here's a piece of traveler advice. Bring a foghorn. Bring a little foghorn with you. You can buy traveling foghorns off of Amazon and stuff like that. It yep. is a non-violent way to startle most things, including bears and stuff like that. will get startled and run away from a foghorn. So you can get a little mini one, put it in your backpack. If you feel threatened or something like that, use it. It will startle a creature. It will run away and allow you time to get away.
0: Yep. Yep. That's my and advice. again, if you want us to call a team, that area, uh, I believe that's Northern South Carolina, We would be happy to uh, get some people out there. You're not too far from Expedition Bigfoot. You know, they have got teams on staff.
1: Very cool. Okay, Mark, over to you. All right. What's next?
0: Well, this one's uh, up near my old neck of the woods. I like this right off the bat. Today on our property in Eastern Kentucky, my wife, kids, and I were working on a few things. Our property is in a holler that no one really goes to. We discussed hollers many a time on this show. Mm -hmm. We've had evidence of Bigfoot on our property, and I've seen two different Bigfoot within a mile of there. But something else was there today. It was about 11 a.m. My wife was in one end of the bottom. The kids are with me in the other. I suddenly heard what I thought was my wife singing or maybe talking to herself. It happened for about five seconds and stopped. I hollered to her to ask if that was her, and she didn't hear me. When I finally got her attention, she says, not only was it not her, but moments before, she almost yelled, asking if I let the kids play behind the old trailer because she heard kids playing there. Could there be cryptids that imitate people like that? Very strange and definitely not an animal. What are your thoughts, Goose?
1: Well... Oh, goose, well, hey
0: goose. Uh, we know yeah. several
1: cryptids that do exactly that. Exactly
0: that, yep. I Spearfinger mean,
1: first, came to mind right away. I was like,
0: finger, uh, the Fay. Uh, yeah. we've got oh, fearmongers We've got the Hide Behind. We've got so many. There's so many rules for Appalachia, and I'm surprised you don't know them. But on Eastern Kentucky, yeah, you should know them really well. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: Yes, and I heavily suggest that you do a little research because there are things, and make sure you tell your kids to not follow the voices of things and that they need to come verify, physically check, not in the direction of the voice, but the opposite direction Yes. for people because it sounds like whatever this was probably tried to lure the wife first and then when that didn't work, went and tried to lure the husband.
0: Yep. And if anything asks you that, that says they'll give you a million dollars for your bones, don't 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 fall for that.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: Not again. Not again. Never yes. again for me. So, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but do some research, yeah. goose, because it That's, sounds like sounds like your area
0: is active, and you know, like you said, there's some Bigfoot teams and other th- things in that area too. But also, it sounds like you've got. A property that's a hot spot, like a some portal, gateway, something nearby that you know is being affected. Love to mark it on the map and see what we can find. Eastern Kentucky, not too far from uh, our secondary base of operations.
1: Wow. Yeah. No, absolutely. And if, if you want us to, we can have somebody come investigate. Totally up to you. We're fine yep. either
0: way. Yeah, that's that's uh, not too far from Mothman are... territory.
1: Yeah, I think you this does not sound like Mothman.
0: No, but less than an hour away, it sounds like. So all right.
1: Okay, I think this is our last one. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a big one, so here we go. Buckle up, gang.
1: Okay, greetings, travelers.
0: Greetings.
1: Greetings. It's Tracy that moved because of the portal in her trailer. My husband and I rented. Oh, hello, Tracy. Hello, Tracy. Say hi to the
0: Gator Boys. Yes.
1: Yes, yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Uh, okay. So this is about the first six months when we moved into our first home of our own and a lot of this i can already hear erica going no (laughs) why did i get this story i feel like mark sets me up for these things tracy i just want (laughs) you to be aware of that hey you Um, picked who went
0: first this time
1: so (sighs) erica in advance i want to say your reactions (laughs) literally make my day (laughs) Oh, oh my day listening to your reactions because i do pretty much the same thing laugh out loud so buckle up because this is going to be a bumpy ride <laughs> Tracy, see i don't have enough safety gear for this i can already tell okay i am buckle- all in oh buckled up okay we bought a house and when we moved in decided that the attic would be a great master bedroom Two walk-in closets, enough room for my husband's Star Wars and Masters of the Universe collection. Woo, I, to the I approved, hobby.
0: I approved that message. I was a little yeah. old, too old for Masters of the Universe, but Star Wars 100%. Oh,
1: I love Masters of the He-Man. Okay, yeah,
0: anyway. I was G.I. Joe Transformers guy.
1: I was He-Man and She-Ra. I uh, have the power! I love that, okay. Anyway, moving on. So he was still working overnight at this time. And a few weeks into living there, one night I had turned the bedroom light out and I literally got comfortable under the covers with my dog when I literally felt feet walking around the bed. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no walking around my bed at night. No, 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 (laughs) no. Don't like that. They felt small, almost childlike. I was freaked out at first, but my dog was just watching it and no growling. So I'm like, okay, well, it must not be malevolent. So we're going to pretend it isn't happening. (laughs) Tracy, never pretend it's not happening. I don't care. You can tell it to leave. Go. I don't care if it's bothering the dog. It happened every friggin' night for a week. Then it took it up a notch. After a little over a week of this, I felt a small child's hand softly brush my cheek while I was lying in bed. No, 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 no. no! Having a meltdown over. Here. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh my God. <laughs> Not going to lie, I was freaked out, but my dog still wasn't reacting negatively towards it. So I told the spirit that I appreciate that it's accepted me in their home, but I don't want to see it and I would respect it if it respects me not to do anything scary. Good, good. In other words, don't screw with me and mine and I won't do anything to disturb its day.
0: I like that. That is a very healthy way to do that.
1: I appreciate that. I'm still... My entire body is humming because there's more to the story. Okay. I wish that just ended there. I've been like, yay, happy ending.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: It doesn't. Um, things were going pretty well until I got a call one day at work for my husband. <laughs> he was freaked out because he was talking out loud to himself about a situation he was having at work when he heard clear as day right next to him in the kitchen. I know, right? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I called to call the police and they showed up and there was nothing and nobody in the house. My husband knew about what I was experiencing. So I thought it wanted to offer support to my husband. It did. It 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 did. But I don't like this at all. <laughs> I st- do you see? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> the goosebumps. Oh my God. Hold on. Me and Wesley, Demon Wesley are going to oh. keep going here. So a couple of weeks later, I was making coffee. Our coffee was on the stove because it's the closest outlet. Now, any coffee drinker can literally make coffee in their sleep. As per my usual routine, I start my coffee pot, and I know that I can put the carafe in the maker, take out my dogs outside, and come back and sit on the couch. After a while, I start thinking, what's going on with coffee? It didn't make that amazing gurgling sound it does when it's brewing, and it's been quite a long time. I went into the kitchen and saw, to my utter shock, that the craft was on the other side of the stovetop, and the coffee had leaked everywhere. I literally flipped out, calling it a fucking asshole. <laughs> 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 I let the spirit stay cause it wasn't bothering anyone, but you're gonna fuck with my morning coffee. You are no longer permitted <laughs> to stay. <in laughs>
0: to get a young I, priest and an old priest, baby.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, Tracy, I love your face so much. I do. Okay. There were a few colorful words thrown in, but I told it that I revoked my offer to stay and it is no longer welcomed in my house. And I yelled about the three or four times as I was cleaning up the coffee in the coffee grounds and we never heard or seen or felt anything since. I love this next line. Never mess with a woman's coffee. Thanks travelers for keeping me and all of us entertained. You are amazing. See you on the other side, Tracy. oh Oh my god tracy you may be my spirit animal but oh i still i can't get them to go away i just (laughs) oh i am so freaked out but i love that you took your power and you handled
0: that it is intent is everything how often have we said this
1: ah god totally and i will say this tracy that would be first of all, you already know me. I would have noped out of that situation to begin with. But I agree with you. Never fuck with coffee. Never fuck with coffee. Ever.
0: No. Nope. Ever, ever, ever. Nope. 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 Our um friend of a friend, Jim Butcher, would say that that's like, you know, the when when his hero Harry Dresden would shout, if you mess with his coffee, that's when he would take you out with a fireball. And that is exactly yeah. <laughs> This, this requires shaking the foundations of the house. That would be me if somebody messed with my pink lemonade.
1: I love yeah. that you say that. Me on the other part, I would have been like, mess with my coffee. I've been drinking my coffee out of my, we're all mad here cup. Yeah. That my lovely friend Josh provided to me while doing this podcast. So no, I agree with you. You know, messing with your husband's one thing, but messing with the fucking coffee, that is a whole other level. No. No. Whole other level.
0: I was saying it sounded kind of almost friendly before and, you know, becoming part of the family. And then it, you know, it did something out of bounds. Sometimes that's how it starts. Remember Annabelle started as a friendly thing that the, yeah. the students that got her thought she was sweet and wonderful and were trying to help her and trying to help. And then they realized, Oh, she's messing with us. This is not what we thought it was. You know, That's what these things can be. They can be all, Kind and gentle. But again, we don't know the rules. We're trying to figure out the rules. And we try to follow these things and figure where these things go. But, man.
1: That also, I got to be honest to me, sounded almost fey-like. Yeah. If I'm being honest, this doesn't sound ghost-like. Because it almost sounds like whatever it was was very playful. Your dog probably was like, what in the hell is that? But it doesn't sound like it was being malevolent. It sounds like it was playful. But they can get very tricky very quickly
0: they can mess with you in other ways and I'm glad that you got them out of the house keep them out of the house whatever you need like we discussed put the iron spikes in the corners or get someone to come uh you know bless the house but it sounds like you've done yeah. everything you need to do Tracy on your own and that just makes you a fucking badass you got you have the official Erie travels seal of badassery right there yeah. we, we need to, we need to make that a mug or something
1: we will, <laughs> okay, clack bow. We need we need a badass traveler.
0: Yeah, yeah. Emblem. I'll be all for traveling with you or any member of your family, anywhere because they all sound like just awesome people. Wow, what a what a trail today.
1: Oh my goodness, so crazy, so crazy.
0: It's been a bit since we've done one of these, and thank you all so much for sending these in, because that's. This is the stuff we love. I mean, yeah, we can have aliens in Miami malls, but I'd much rather hear about this stuff than just secondhand news off of a TikTok. So
1: Agreed, agreed, agreed. agreed. Oh my goodness. Now we, we, had, a, we this, had a few so. Bigfoot
0: things, so we might need to get another Bigfoot expert on soon. I think I'll do some reach outs and see what we can get. I definitely see the need for someone who knows a little bit about shadow people. So we will... Uh,
1: we will find you some people who have more knowledge than we do on these topics
0: yes, definitely no. definitely and any of you folks you know reach back out if you would like me to send a team and stuff I've I think I, I generally reach out to all of you as you email me seeing if you want help but good to hear that some of you have had help
1: yes did we ever did did our lovely friend Tracy ever give us the address of the portal house because we need to make sure we send them yeah. To-
0: yeah 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 I got it. I got
1: yeah, it. We need to we need to get a team over to the portal house. I want more info on that. More. Info! I'm not yeah. going there, but I want more info. So you want not... more
0: info there. You want pictures. Yeah. Give I me do. pictures of Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I do. I do. Okay. Well, with that, gang, Mark, take this away.
0: All right. Well, as always, we hit the uh, top 10 paranormal podcasts from paranormality magazine for January. Thank you again, January 2024. So please, if you get a chance, go to ParanormalityMag.com and vote for their top 10 podcasts. It really helps us. And if you order anything there, use the code TRAVELS, get yourself a little 10% discount and let them know that we sent you. We also continue to grow. So thank you all for you know sharing and letting your friends know and have them send us some tales. If somebody tells you a spooky story, say, hey, you should document that send it to Erie travels that works and we would love
1: know. to hear it and if you know what tell five of your friends about us we would love that because we want to continue to grow and expand and finding subscribers and stuff helps the ai overlords or yep. run by the men in black help us yeah, do apparently, that.
0: apparently i've been flashy thinged a few times so but uh, we've also got our appearances for 2024 are starting to line up we just got announced we are going to be at the Frogman Festival by we, me, and Carrie. We'll be there in Loveland as Erica has previous engagements. Uh, I
1: do, but we're vending, so we're making our first appearance and hoping to repeat that. So,
0: yep. so hopefully, you know, let them know that you're excited to have us, and we're excited to see you all there. So, if you're near Cincinnati, uh, into March, but we'll be at MegaCon in early February. We've got a bunch of other events coming up. Just you know, keep an eye on the Erie Travels page. Our wonderful producer, Bo, is taking care of keeping that up to date, even with all these last minute add-ons like that. And then with all that said, I think we should just say, keep your eyes open when you're going to bed at night. Listen for those footsteps. When you're out in the woods and you hear the birds go quiet, just keep your wits about you and tell them, don't fuck with you. And we'll see you on the other side.